Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Uh, today is uh, pre-election day, so election day eve, I should say. Um, it's a big one, you know, it's the most consequential election of my lifetime. Uh, it's the one I've been most vested in. Uh... You know, it's back and forth. If you believe the polls, some polls Trump's winning, some polls Biden's winning. Uh, record turnout voting, which is a good thing, I guess, in the in the country. You know, more people are heard, and there's really no excuses if you lose at this point. I mean, the rigging election thing's always going to be, it's been around forever. I mean, you remember the hanging Chad incident back in the Gore-Bush um election it basically started the uh trend of rigging elections talk you know whatever and you know put to put it this way if it's far enough to declare on tomorrow night i would be surprised with all the absentee ballots and early voting and everything that needs to be counted and uh, i think it's going to be that close um, a lot of people think it'll be a landslide Trump, and of course the Biden people are saying it's going to be a landslide for Biden. I don't know. All I know is the vote, my vote's going to count for my guy, and <laughs> if if Trump wins, he wins. If uh, he loses, I guess i got to figure something out and go along with it. It's uh, not going to be one of these idiots. I mean, I did for, I ain't going to lie, for a few minutes I did say I, I'm, I'm looking into going out of the country. You know, taking my cash and my stuff out and moving to a different country. That's not going to happen. I mean, there's just too much uh, family and friends. And maybe when I get a retirement age, I might do that. If I can make it to retirement age. Uh, you know, some people think I'm overdramatic about it. Uh, that being with Biden, we're not going to lose everything. Well, I beg to differ. I think uh, we're going to be financially to put it bluntly, financially fucking screwed. Uh, for people that work for a living anyway. The the gimme, gimme, gimme is doing something for nothing. People will be ecstatic. But if he thinks the... Their, their party thinks the 1% is going to pay for all this. Ever they haven't never paid for it before. He's out of his mind. I mean, that's just a promise he can't keep. But the big thing they've been focusing on, of course. Is the COVID-19 horseshit. And you get all the Democrats saying, you know, Trump said we're turning the corner. We're going to have, you know, vaccines. We're going to have uh, medications for it. And, and the one he took worked fine. So you got uh, that kind of stuff going on from them. And then you got the uh, the Democratic side. That's basically, that's what they're running on. That and their downright just personal hatred of Trump. That's what most Democrats are going by is that we're that he doesn't care about us, that he's caused all these people's deaths, you know, and I'm I guess I'm just gonna go on my own here because I think it's bullshit. I think COVID is a bad cold flu mix. I've said this before. I'm never backing down off of it, and the only way it's gonna go away is to run its course. But to play the scare tactics and the fear is what all these the left got all these doctors saying, "Oh, it's 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 gonna go, it's gonna kill two hundred thousand more people before the end of the year." The whole bullshit. 
It hasn't even done that yet. Of pure COVID deaths, no. Not, and, and I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be, but I do have my eyes open. I don't believe everything everybody tells me. I kind of look at the, the CDC has to state the truth and go to their website and read it. They can't confirm all those are purely COVID deaths. But even still, like I said, it's just the end of a end of the election cycle coming, and I'll be glad to get over it. Really, I'm I'm sick of fucking hearing about it. Uh, just about as much as I'm, well, not quite as much as I'm tired of hearing about COVID-19. This thing has done nothing. It's been a big political hoax, in my opinion. It's for money and power, and it's it's been over-abused and used, and every excuse in the book comes down to this bullshit. And, uh, I mean, the other countries are buying it. And these, these people are just... I don't get I don't get what they're so panicked about a one percent survival. We got a one percent death toll. I mean it's from in the highest highest death toll we got's like five percent. Yeah, that's a lot. Over seventy, but they're not all just COVID deaths. There's underlying issues, there's all kinds of other things that are going on. People with bad immune systems and everything else. But they don't want to hear that. They wanna say it's just COVID, of course it's all Trump's fault, he didn't do enough. He called Fauci an idiot, and thank God he did, because Fauci is a fucking idiot. And to me, that guy is the biggest promoter of this bullshit on the planet. He flip-flops so many times, as do everybody in that fucking CDC and everything else. Everybody's flip-flopping back and forth to to fit the narrative. It was wearing masks is the way to go. you know. And our idiot Governor DeWine... Uh, We've proven that you know, with his dentures falling out of his mouth, we're proven that you know the six feet social distancing and wearing masks works. Fuck you, man! Come on. Yeah, we were doing. Everybody was on lockdown. They weren't going anywhere. Of course, you're not going to have many deaths. You know what? But you ruined our fucking economy. You've ruined some of our kids' livelihoods. I mean, these people that had to graduate as seniors in this bullshit, all because you're scared of a fucking cold. It's a cold, flu, pneumonia mixture. If you would have never said a word about it, we would have went on our daily lives. Would have been, a, oh, it's a bad flu season, or it's a bad pneumonia season. And and you guys can argue with me all day. I don't care. I, you have your your stupid opinions, I'll have my stupid opinions, and we'll go about our day, Right? But this is what I think of COVID-19. It's a, the biggest political hoax ever put on a country or the world, for that matter. And everybody's eating it up with a spoon. And the ones that don't eat it up with a spoon are either the ones that had it and said, eh, you know, it was what it was. It's not the end of the, my world anyway. And you have some that, that get it and play it for everything it's worth. Or some that are sickly people anyway and get it, and then they act like it's killing them. But they would do the same thing with a hangnail. I mean, I've known one person, one, out of a lot of people I know. A lot of people had it. A lot of people I know a lot of people that have had COVID. One went on the ventilator. One. I don't know anybody that's died from just COVID. And the one that went on the ventilator is an older female that I know through other people. I did have, a uh, you know, an older gentleman that I know had to be hospitalized for it, but he's had a lot of health problems in his life. 
You know, he's a chronic, he was a smoker for years and years and years. He just had other health issues. And he made it through. You know, they gave him exactly what they were giving Trump. And look, high and mighty, he's right through it. So the panic mode is what pisses me off about COVID. Not that it's not a nasty virus. But when I was a kid, we were told when you get a virus, a cold or flu virus or whatever it was, and coronavirus isn't new. It's been around forever. It's just called, it's called a coronavirus. And they just put the the COVID for the year it came out, 19. Uh, it's not some myst- mystical disease that's never been straight. It's a different strand we've seen. So it took us a while to get the grasp on it. And it's taken us a while to, and it would have took anybody a while to figure out how to stop it. Now we got all these, you know, medicines that are, Medicinal things are taking care of this. So to say we're not turning the corner is bullshit. I mean, to put fear in everybody until after this election, because I guarantee if Biden wins, he doesn't get the reins till January, and he'll be out by then. I mean, Kamala, dumbass, she'll be uh, uh, the president by then, and Pelosi will be a sidekick, and we're all fucked. Because he'll never make it to January as competent. And he won't even get sworn in. Somehow they'll probably finagle it. If you listen to conspiracy theories, they'll finagle Obama in there somehow. Because people love that piece of shit. I mean, as a president, he just didn't do anything for me. And then, you know, now they're saying they're even going as far as Trump come in and rode his coattails of his economy. What the fuck? I mean, you people, this is not a game. This this is people's lives. We all live in, in this world, in this country. And they act like it's a fucking game between them, you know, in Washington. Well, hello, there's a lot of us on the, in the country that, you know, our life was good. You guys couldn't leave it alone. You couldn't leave it alone because you hated Donald Trump so fucking bad. And he's such an evil person. But Biden's so great. Let me ask you a question. If, if Biden's so great and he wants to end, he said it, I don't know how many times, it's on video, Christ, he told Trump at the debate to put it on his website. What did Trump do? He put it on his website. He wants to ban fracking. Well, the climate people are just going oh crazy about that. Oh yeah, Joe, Joe, going to ban fracking for us. He's gonna, he's gonna make our climate and our you know our our air and environmental. He's gonna be an environmental hero. He he wants to move away from the oil industry and then blah blah blah. If he's so adamant about getting rid of the oil and and fracking and gas and all this stuff. And why in the hell is his, his son into it asshole deep in China in that business? I mean, because they want China to have it all and don't have a stick. Cause we want to depend on China for oil because they can make money that way. It, it, come on. It, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's a simple strategy that, that the Democrats with their, their blinder blinders are completely on with their hatred of hatred of Trump. I mean, it would be is like if, if Obama would have got president and we would have rode his ass as hard as we rode his ass, as, as hard as they rode Trump's ass for four years and tried to nail Obama on every little thing he did wrong. Well, number one, he would have probably been in prison, you know, because I think he did a lot more shit, underhanded, shady shit with other countries than Trump did. But that's just my opinion. I don't know the man. Like I said, I, I, uh. I just didn't like him as a president, not because he was a Democrat or not because he was a black man. It's like, I just didn't think he did good enough. He didn't prove to me 
that he said what he was going to do. You know, he, he didn't do what he said he was going to do. Trump's been doing what he's saying he was going to do, whether he, and you probably didn't like him when he got elected and didn't want him to do the things he said he was going to do. So that's why you still hate Trump. But just the, the overblown, overused rhetoric of a xenophobe and racist and all this bullshit that goes into this stuff. It's like you guys are playing a game with people. This is our life. It's our country. You know, why wouldn't we want what's best for the country? We were fucking killing it until the corona hoax came in. And that and then of course that's the thing that stuck. Everything else couldn't stick. This this wasn't you know, Teflon Don couldn't knock the coronavirus off, and it's probably gonna cost him the election. You think the Democrats are gonna hurry up to get a a, a fucking cure for this? No, because they already know there's a cure for it, and they're gonna come out after the election. So here, we're going to do this now, and then and they're not going to wait till January to lock us down again. They won't have any reason to if Trump's not the president after January. He's, going to, he's, not, going to, he's not going to hopefully, he won't, if I was him, I would, but I mean, I would hose us and fucking leave the country if I was him. After I just did what I did for four years, for no salary, you know, didn't have to be done. The only reason he did it, and he said it at the debate was because Obama and, and Biden were so fucking bad and he didn't want Hillary to be in there to extend the bullshit. That's why he was in there to start with. This guy didn't have to be the president. He did it for, for honorable intentions, whether you like the man or not. And I'm not saying he's insane. I, I'm not saying any of... No politicians fucking... I don't trust any of them. 100%. I just go by with... with you know, finally somebody was doing what they said they were going to do. Finally. But nobody could take that because, you know, the Democrats, is, you know, it's just unreal that these people have been in there 30, 40 years. Now, it's, now they're going to change something? No, they're not. They're making money hand over fist over asshole. They're going to keep it going. And fuck this. You know, as soon as your vote's gone, it is, it's really, this is disparaging and you can, I can get slammed all day for it. And I don't get, I get zero fucks. Just like the channel means, it's what I give. After the election's over and your vote is counted, the blacks, the Hispanics, everybody else that, that's seeing that Trump is so racist, blah, blah, and, they, and they're going to do all this stuff for you know, to protect the, the, the minorities in this country and their Mexicans and all this stuff and welcome all the illegals in and all this job, blah, blah. As soon as they get your vote, you are back to being nothing to them. It's been proven every single time in every election. And I'm not saying Trump did the opposite. But if you look at the facts of unemployment rate and all the stuff that he's done, the new programs for the minorities in this country, and you you look at that and you, you can't not you can't say he did nothing. He did nothing to improve their life. No, that would be Obama and Biden that did nothing to improve your life. You know, what's the speech of the 1994 crime bill with Biden? Tell me who the racist is. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And he said, well, you know, I made a mistake. Okay, at least you owned up to that. But we know you're still not legit. I mean, we should know. But these sheeple do not understand that. And they're just rolling along with the Democratic ticket. And, and I have a feeling, you know, it's been, 
10 point difference right now, according to, I mean, I, it was a liberal show. Don't get me wrong, but I was watching an HBO special about this, the circus and it had Biden 52, Trump 42%. Okay. In the, in the nationwide polls right now, but we all know that the popular vote isn't what counts. The general vote isn't what counts. The electoral college is what counts. So when Trump did the upset in 16, he had some major states. You know, he took Ohio. He had, uh, you know, it, it was a big battleground state. And this year it's Pennsylvania. It's Wisconsin. Ohio still, because, you know, nobody's won the presidency and lost Ohio. I mean, since 19, like, 64. I think every... Every president since 1964 has won Ohio that won the election. So Ohio is a pretty important state. Um, you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida, those are the battleground states. You know, maybe the Carolinas might be a somewhat, but we know New York's blue. We know California's blue. And we know probably the whole West Coast is blue. But here, you know, in the Midwest, there's some states that are highly contested right now. I mean, you wouldn't have uh, Trump and Biden both being in, around Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Ohio the last couple days if they weren't a major player in the election. So my hope is, even if Trump's that far behind general election-wise, so be it. Win the Electoral College. That's where we got to win. And I'm not saying Trump's the savior of everything. I'm just saying that my life, like I said, I mentioned this a bunch of times. If you ever go back and listen to any previous podcast, which I hope you do, but I've always said the same thing. And it's like Trump, he wasn't savior, but my life was pretty good. You know, my life was cruising right along till 2020 hit. And then you had the Corona hoax and the riots and everything else. So it's like, and I, and I hate to keep calling it the Corona hoax because I know people have died legit. But it's it, when it gets, something gets so overblown, it's hard not to get mad about it. You know, it's just hard not to, to try to shake people and say, you know, this isn't as bad as you're making it out to be. But they have loved ones that die, of course they're going to be pissed. And they're going to say it was every bit as bad. And I I can sympathize. And I, and I have to, I have to go by my feelings, which, like I said, I've had one one person I, va- I barely know. I mean, they're not I'm not friends with them, but... I know him through relatives that has been on the ventilator. And, you know, that, even if you talk to some of them, their friends, it kind of depends on the hospital you go to, too. Because the one that was, the other one that was in the hospital for it, he uh, got medicinal treatment and got out in three days. Now, the other, the lady has been in there for two or three weeks on the vent without the same medicinals. So who knows? Who knows if it's a just a, a game for the hospital to hospital and keep COVID patients you probably get a lot more money. And money is everything apparently. You know, and it's like I I was that way for a lot of years. That money meant a lot to me. The older I get the less money means. And it probably shouldn't be that way because you know i want to retire and have a enough to live on and stuff but at the same time it's like now i'm kind of getting my fate controlled for me because i do not believe that if the democrats win this election 
my 401k is not going to stay good. It's going to go right in the dumpster. And I think a lot of uh, other things are going to fail. And people are going to have to start laying off. And nothing's going to work in the economy. It's just not going to work as, as good as it's been working under Trump. They'll go back on the trade deals we made. They'll probably go back on some of the military, well, you know, the Paris Accord or whatever that Biden's already said he would get back into. I would disagree with that. You know, it's just, and you know, that's why we all have opinions. We can all state our opinions here in any free form you want to spit, you know, spin it. And that's what I do. And I'm just saying that for my money, I want Donald J. Trump to remain the president. Now, knowing that, I also know the unrest that's coming. I mean, if Trump wins, you're going to see the riots get tenfold from what they've been. Because people will cry foul about everything. Same as if Biden wins. If Biden wins, I think the Trumpers, the deplorables, that have been teetering on the edge of getting bad enough to finally explode to do something. You know, we've had a few instances here in you know, Portland. They've finally had enough. And there's some other places that have risen up a little bit. And it's been all pretty much per peaceful protesting. I mean, 90% 90, 90 of the protests have all been peaceful. But the 10% have been real bad. It's kind of like the old saying when I took my uh, job as a, as a team leader and my workplace 10% of the people are going to be 90% of your problem and that's just as right that it was just as right then as it is now so that 10% yeah it seems like a low number for 10% of the protests being riots but they're a big problem they're 90% of the problem so that's what we're going to be into and I think if the deplorables get involved in it and start rioting and everything else, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And uh, unfortunate, but true. And and it's going to make some of these other riots look like pish posh. You know, it's going to be it's going to be nasty. I don't want to go as far as say civil war, but I, you know, my guy, you know, a couple swings here and there could make a difference. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought Obama went in was going to cause more problems, and it didn't. And I think there wasn't, just wasn't the buildup that there was this time. So this time, I think it's a powder keg waiting to go either way. I mean, when you got businesses in D.C. and Los Angeles and New York and all these places boarding up their windows, boarding up their shops the day before an election because of their fear of a backlash, that's pretty bad. I mean, and, and I don't know who they think is going to win and who's going to cause the rioting. But so far, it's been mostly the the far left, you know, that's caused a lot of these things. And it's not always been from political stuff. I mean, there's been the, uh, you know, the race wars, which a lot of people think were enhanced and perpetuated by the left. I don't want to go that far to say, you know, that these people purposely had a camera crew waiting for George Floyd or anything like that. I'm not going to say any of that. I'm saying that there's racism and police brutality and everything else. I know there is, but it's very small amount compared to what people are making it. They're making it sound like, you know, a black kid can't walk down the street with a hood on at two in the afternoon, a hoodie on. 
and get some Skittles at their local store without being shot. We know that's a hoax. I mean, we should. But that just don't happen. It's 99% of the time you comply, you don't die. Larry Elder said that. That was his statement was, comply, don't die. And I believe that to be true. Anytime you, uh, you know, want to resist resist arrest you know, with the police, you're taking a chance. You're taking a harsh reality. And, you know, and I see videos of it all the time where they just, they won't even give up their, they get stopped for a seatbelt violation. And they want to have a, I don't answer questions. I don't do this. You know, it's my right. And it won't even roll their window down and just give them your fucking ID. And a lot of them, they say, well, I got pulled over just because, just because I'm black or just because I'm a Chicano or whatever. And they start spitting out all this rhetoric about their rights here and their rights there. It's like, I mean, good God, you can't hand, a policeman asked me to give him his ID. I give him my ID. It's, it's kind of like the Walmart people that get into fights about their receipt. It's like, if I'm walking out, I get a receipt from Walmart when I go through the checkout line. I hold it in my hand, and I wait. <laughs> I wait the 50 feet I walk there. And if they want to look at my fucking receipt, have at it. I, I don't got nothing to hide. That makes you look guilty as shit when you, you don't want to give up your, you know, you're stalling for time and by not giving up your license in a car, or you're not wanting to give your receipt at Walmart, they're going to think automatically, this motherfucker stole something. So why not just make life easier on yourself and have the receipt in your hand? What's the big fucking deal? People are so... And it's, it's not just... That stuff's bad enough, but now you got the mask shit to deal with. Okay? And I've said in the past, and I'll stick with this, if... The store requires me to wear a mask. I'll wear a fucking mask in it. Because, number one, it's the same as wearing shirt and shoes. You know, he has the same signs up, no shirt, no shoes, no service. It's been there since I was a kid. And nobody walks into a place without a shirt on and gets, you know, if they do, they get berated for that. They should. The sign says no shirt, no shoes, no service, right? So if a mask is required in a business, then you wear a fucking mask. How hard is it? You can't go in there and say, well, you know, start arguing with people about wearing a mask. You know, whatever. If you want me to wear a mask in there, I wear it. If I don't want to shop there, I go somewhere else. And if I have a medical issue and I can't wear a mask and I tell them that, if I would tell them that, hey, you know, I have a medical exemption. If you want me to have to go in, I don't want to have to tell you because it's a HIPAA violation. But if people were on the honor system, we could do that. But I'm sure every Tom, Dick, and Harry would just go in there and say, oh, I got a medical condition, and I'm not telling you what it is for the HIPAA violation. So, And that's where you get you see the videos where people take video And videos everything anymore. I mean, Christ, everything's fucking videotaped. If it's not videotaped, it's not made a big deal out of it. And, and, and we'll go back to, like, the, the police shootings, okay? Last week, had two more. Two more, and it was, you know, black assailant or perpetrator, whatever you want to call him, and a white policeman, okay? The first one had video, and it went away super quick because the dude wrestled with the cop in the parking lot, okay? They were down on the ground. 
Old boy's reaching in his waistband and grabs his gun that he has. The policeman sees that and shoots him. He's dead. So, bang, bang. Guess what? Nothing, very little. There was like a one day of media coverage and the video showed everybody was like, oh, hell, he had a, had a gun. We're going to shoot the cop. Yeah, that's how it should be with all the other ones we're seeing. And then and if, uh, the next day or the day after that, a couple days after, whatever, was Philadelphia with Walter Wallace Jr. Or the third or whatever the fuck he is. He's standing in the middle of the street with a knife. The cops keep telling him, keep telling him, and keep telling him. Drop the knife, drop the knife. He comes around his car, drop the knife. Drop. Everybody, of course, the cameras are rolling again. And they're all, you know, screaming and yelling at his mom, screaming and yelling at him, telling him not to shoot their, not to shoot my baby. Tell him to put his fucking, why yell at the cop, yell at your son to put his fucking knife down. But there he goes, keeps coming forward on the cops with a knife in his hand. You get shot. And here's something, and I was watching a video about that, okay? It was interesting to me. A guy I really like on uh, social media is is the officer Tatum. And I've gotten uh, information from him, and I watch his vlogs. I watch, you know, I listen to, I watch all his long um, podcasts. I try to watch all of them or listen to them. And he had a whole thing about this shooting the other day. And he, he was one of those, and I, he brought up a question that I've often said. And he, I said, well, I've always thought, why can't they shoot him in the leg? I mean, if they got a knife or they got a club or something that's not a gun, why can't they just shoot him in the leg, disable him, and then take care of him? Well, the officer Tatum, being a former policeman, he wanted to go over that. And he went frame by frame of the video of a couple of them and this one was one of them and he he was showing how you know the postures and all this stuff but he said when the policemen are sh are told to shoot they're told to shoot for the torso and the reason being is if you shoot at a leg and you miss and it ricochets and hits somebody else or causes damage to somebody else then you got an innocent bystander gets hit now, a lot of people might say, well, that's bullshit. Cops shouldn't miss from that distance. But, you know, when your adrenaline's going 100 miles an hour and you're trying to shoot at something that's, what, not even a foot wide? Some of these guys are bone skinny. So you're trying to shoot at a guy's leg like that. Now, me, I, I still think they could probably shoot towards the thigh, maybe, or something. But then again, I'm not a policeman. I'm not in that heat of the moment. And if a guy's running at me with a knife, I'm just going to pull the trigger. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to have it aimed at the torso, so I'm going to shoot. And, of course, what do we have? Riots in Philadelphia. But, you know, the funny thing about this, and it's not funny, but it was odd, query, whatever. They showed the very little of the rioting, but they showed them looting the hell out of Family Dollar and all these other stores. So that's how that's how we grieve for somebody getting shot still is looting. That will be something I never understand. Somebody gets shot. Oh, it's it's payday. It's time to go loot, taking TV. We feel so bad. We got to take take these three big screen TVs to feel safe again because of 
an un, you know an armed an armed not even an unarmed this guy an armed person with a knife gets shot by the police. So the remedy to that is getting a new big flat screen TV, right? Yeah, that's what it is. The something for nothing people, what I call the lefties, because they want something for nothing. It's the same with the you know the they call it reparations or whatever. It's like, sorry. I've never, I never owned slaves. My my grandpa never owned slaves. My great grandpa didn't own slaves. I mean, it goes back quite a ways to where <laughs> I didn't have any slaves, and nobody I knew my age they can go back far. I, I don't think any of their parents, grandparents, or great grandparents, or even were slaves. So, how far back are we going to take? Two hundred fifty years ago. And Christ, but you, you know that you want reparations for that. But you can't let a Robert E. Lee statue stay because you know that's 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 racist. It's also history. It's like everything else. If we don't learn from history, we're never going to learn nothing. But you know that's a whole other deal. You know whatever. I I mean I'm just talking about the recent events and and of course they blame all these uh, policemen shootings on Trump too. I don't know how the hell do we get to that that you blame a president for the actions of a police department somewhere else. And I'm not saying everybody blames Trump. They're saying it's under Trump's watch that the country's being divided more and more and more. You know, I, I get if you want to say that, go ahead. And I'm not going to I'm not going to talk anybody out of their opinion because that's just not that's not how I roll. But in my opinion, <laughs> it's getting divided by the by the idiots that buy into all this shit. So it's like, you know, you say, oh, we've had enough. Enough's enough. You know, I can't breathe and hands up, don't shoot and all this shit. Well, what I mean, the black on black crime is still the highest crime rate in the country. So is it only relevant when white people or white policemen are shooting black people, armed black people, even or unarmed? It doesn't matter either way. A policeman... If it was a black policeman shooting a black man, armed or unarmed, would it be that big of a deal? I don't know. I doubt it. I'm sure that's happened many a times we don't know about. But it's been made a racist thing. I think, I seriously believe, and I, could, I get called a conspiracy theorist all the time, I'm okay with that. But I just think it's the way the left is, is causing the division on purpose. It's just to make Trump look bad. And, you know, I that's just my opinion. And I, I'm i not going to get, you know, I just, I don't understand why this comes out of nowhere every four years. And this ain't the first time. I mean, 2016, we had the same stuff. And it's been, it's the same the other way. I mean, 2016, what did we have right before the election? The, you know, the, the last debate when Trump brought the, the four people that Bill Clinton had been accused of sexual misconduct with brings them to the debate. So he's attacked in the, he's attacking the character of the Clintons at the last minute. Okay. That works as a van. Now this time it's the Hunter Biden shit, you know, the porn hub account and the laptop with them smoking crack with underage girls and then using the Biden name to get all this big money jobs and, 
you know, as far as that goes, and I, I know a lot of conservative Republicans will not agree with me here, but if they want to pay him all that money because his last name is Biden, that's their stupidity. But if Joe is getting kickbacks from this, we got a problem. Because it's the oil and gas industry he wants to wipe out here, but he would be making money hand over fist in fucking China. Because we have to rely on China once again, which was Trump's opposition. Trump wanted to get away from, you know, relying on China. And it's just, it's been one big mess after another. I don't know. I just tell you, it's the evening before the the day that could change the world forever. And I'm hoping beyond hope that Trump wins. And we get through the onslaught of the riots that will happen if Trump wins. And we can get back on board and live our life again. And hopefully by the springtime, God, it sounds bad to even wait that long. But by springtime, we can ditch this piece of shit, paper thin per surgical masks that do nothing and get on with our lives and be getting rid of the new normal and go back to the normal, the just plain old normal. And I know a lot of people say we'll never be normal again. It's always going to be this new normal. It's like, I call bullshit. I, I think we could get back there, but we'll have to get there under the right person. If Biden goes in there, every little thing is going to be, it's going to be all about money and control. And I don't think we'll ever be back to normal. They'll say, well, we're making money. The school's not going in session. We make more money if they do online school. Let's just do that because we can make more money by it. We don't have to give schools any money. We can give it for, buy more stuff from China or whatever. There's a lot of different, I'm not an economic political science major guy i'm just going by what i think could happen and i don't know how it would go about but i just don't everything that joe biden and the democrats have said i just i I don't get into it i just can't go that way i can't think that way i can't i can't be on board so it's i'm gonna live or die by by trump i guess you know and it's like I got to hope for the best, prepare for the worst, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And that's what I'm going to be doing all day tomorrow when I'm clock watching the election. And a lot of people don't think it'll be over tomorrow night. Like I said, and and depending on the states, if there's, you know, a swing state that's got a bunch of absentee ballots out, yeah, we won't know tomorrow night. We might not know for a month. Christ, you know, and I think that's what the Democrat plan was. They didn't want it to be, I think they wanted to go past inauguration day, so they'll have to put, you know, Pelosi will be in there. Who knows? I don't know what their plan is. But I just know that I don't trust them after 40-some years in there. All of them got 40-some 40 years in government. I don't trust any of them. Because that's their paycheck. I mean, they're making, they're living in mansions while their districts are shitting in the streets and living in tents. I mean, if they really cared, they would go above and beyond and then donate most of their, you know, they got, why do you got to live in a $4 million house as a politician? Why not live in a hell quarter of a million dollar house, donate a couple, you know, donate a half a million a year to the homeless shelters, help people on the streets. 
How much money do you need? Same way with celebrities that are all about Biden and the, and the sports athletes. They're making all this money living in these mansions. You want to redistribute the wealth? Start with your own. If you're going to keep spouting about the 1%, pay it their fair share, blah, blah, blah. And they hold the keys and blah, 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 and all that. Well, you're right below the 1%, so why ain't you helping out more? No, you're going to lay it on guys like me that go to work for, you know, have to work 45 hours a week or whatever. And Biden's bullshit about anybody that makes under $400,000 won't see a tax increase. Probably won't. I, I would say, okay, he, we're not going to see a tax increase. But if he wants to raise the minimum wage and he wants to do all this, it's going to cost me more money to live. Therefore, I might as well have paid more taxes. Because I'm still gonna I'm gonna be in the fucking hole. It's not gonna get better for me. No matter which you know, it's not gonna get better for me if Biden wins this. Every prices are gonna go up on everything, the economy's gonna go to shit, my 401k is gonna drop like a stone. I'm gonna lose my ass if this guy gets in there, you know. I know he's got that big plan for trust Fridman or whatever the fuck he said. The dude had a stroke. Mid sentence, or he did his earpiece fell out and he couldn't understand what they were trying to tell him. And he had another gaffe today, or was it yesterday or today? It was something he had another gaffe that me and Barry, you know, Barack, we got a great plan for Bob Gumby on Care. He couldn't even say Obama and Bi or Biden care, he, he mushed them all together. Bob Gumby or Geiger care. It's like, this is the guy you want to be president. I'd rather have a snarky, arrogant, egotistical asshole that speaks perfect. I mean, he might he repeats himself 20 times a day. Uh, uh, every time he speaks, he repeats himself. He's high on himself. I mean, he's, he's an arrogant prick, man. I mean, he's an arrogant guy. But he's not a politician. You know, he might be a little bit more now than he was three and a half, four years ago. But at least he speaks English. And this gibberish stuff is like, what the fuck is he talking about? That scares me that this old guy, I'm not seeing this the pressure. What What the fuck did you just say? And he, and he didn't even go back and correct himself. It was like, that was the statement. So you've got an excellent plan to modify what? I mean, good God, that was scary, man. It's like, I definitely watched a dude not cognitive. He... he He'd fail a cognitive test. They say he's taking them. That's bullshit. That dude, he's out of whack. They must give him some hellacious drugs before he does a 20-minute speech. Most places. And I think the last few days they must have took and weaned him off of them because that that one, that whatever the hell he trusts us, sparks in the pressure. It sounded like something at the pressure at the end. I don't know. But that was spooky. I mean, that was like, this guy's going to be running the country. You know, it's the same guy that wanted to drag a, an auto worker out in the parking lot was going to want to fight him and told him, you know, I don't work for you. That's the kind of guy I want to be the president? Hell no. But in reality, we all know he ain't going to be president anyway. I definitely can't see a person like Kamala Harris being good for the country. She's such a back... She's backstabber. She flip-flops. I mean, it's just... It's crazy how she, she's just got people can't, you know, her, her campaign speeches. Well, I got people camping out for mine, 
you know, speeches too. And I seen a, a it was a get, it is, it's a meme, but I could see her saying that, well, we have people camping outside for our campaign rallies too. And it's like, no, uh, actually that's homeless people. <laughs> Cause if you've seen her district, that's what's there. Homeless people. I don't see anybody that lives in the state of California and has to go through wading through piss and shit in certain parts of cities can be real happy about the candidates they have. I just don't get it. And it's just the whole country's been in chaos for so long and it's been Trump blamed because he's the man in charge. I mean, he's the president right now. But where's all this stuff come from? It, it, it seems to me like it all comes from the left. The riots come from the left. You know, all this crazy shit seems to come from the left side, but Trump gets to blame for it because he's dividing the country. No, dividing the country is when a, a guy gets shot because he's coming at somebody with a knife or has a gun or whatever the things have been or wouldn't just comply and get in the fucking cars and, and, and uh, police shoot them and that just helped their call. They It's like they took in, they got Antifa together, said, here, here's a can of gasoline, throw this bitch on that fire. Keep everybody out of the loop. And, you know, why we're doing that, COVID numbers are not being talked about. As soon as the riot is over now, and you notice there hasn't been a big riot because Philadelphia's was pretty lame. I mean, they looted some stores and dude was guilty as fuck. It was all on video. It's justified shooting again. Just like Jacob Blake, you know, back then it was justified shooting again. So they used all that. Now, of course, when that dies down, it's, oh, the COVID you know, we're back on the COVID train. You know, it's been this weekend's not heard nothing but COVID. How bad Trump did with COVID. How how he just let the country down. Two hundred and thirty thousand people have died because of Donald Trump. Number one, those numbers are not legit. I don't give two fucks what you say. It's like if those numbers are not legit, and you can't blame the president of the country when he closed the border down, and all the other left wingers were screaming at the top of their lungs that he was a racist and xenophobe. And I know Biden's excuse at the debate was he was talking about, not talking about being a racist and a xenophobe about the closing the border. He was talking about in general. It was like, okay, even if that's true, you still had Pelosi saying, come down to Chinatown party. It's not a big deal. Or the, you know, Cuomo saying, eh, we ain't gonna let go out for dinner with your family. This is in March. He's saying this shit early March. Go out to dinner with your family. It's Corona thing. It's not gonna. It's not gonna amount to a mountain. It's not amount to a hill of beans. And it was funny. It's real funny to me is when when we, the first big part of the scamdemic hit, and New York was dying. You know, we need ventilators. We need this. We need that. Trump got on there. Got bam, bam, bam. Got on that fucking naval ship on both sides of the country, California, New York. They never used them because the hospitals did not get overrun. And, and it was way out of proportion numbers. And that Fauci and them tried to scare us to death with. And, you know, it's funny because of, uh, Gavin Newsom and Cuomo in New York and the other, some of these other hardcore Democratic liberal governors just praised old Donald Trump for how quick he acted. They Whatever they needed, he gave them. You know, he just was on top of it. And that's all been 
commonly stated, you know, that Trump was right on it, gave them everything they needed. He, he didn't ask questions. He just gave them what they needed at the time to get through. We started building the ventilators. You know, we were number one in the in the world very quickly with ventilators. Everybody chipped in. But he, he didn't do shit, you know. That's what it comes down to now is election time. It's, oh, he didn't do shit. He didn't do it fast enough. Trump's killed people. And, you know, the morons that put people back in nursing homes with the highest risk people and wonder why their death toll was so high, that's that's why you're an idiot. That's where you're stupid. And, you, and that was the states. Donald Trump tried to stay out of the state's way because if he didn't, he would be called a tyrant. He already is, but he would have been called a tyrant anyway. Harder if he would have went and said, okay, I'm taking over this shit. States aren't doing very good. Well, the states did it, and New York was a fucking cluster. California screwed the pooch. Ohio, here in Ohio, that Dwayne, he's a, he's, a, he's a fucking idiot. I mean, it, his comments about it, all he could say is mask and social distancing. That We know what works. It worked before. No, when it worked was when everybody was on lockdown, dumbass, where we had to stay in the house. And you know what? That just prolonged the inevitable because this thing is a virus. It's going to go have to run its course. It's, it's, you know, it's like a cold flu. Like I've, and then you're all waiting on this vaccine, this magical vaccine that I'm never getting, but the vaccine comes out. People get flu shots every year. They still get the flu. 60, 70, 80,000 people a year die from the flu. Combine that with pneumonia. How about the 1.6 million people that died last year from tuberculosis? Where's the panic button for tuberculosis? There is none. Because it's not it's not good not going in with the election bullshit. It's not a left-wing thing to do. Tu tuberculosis is just Ah, that's just, that's just, I mean, we can't stop tuberculosis. There's no way. Well, guess what? You can't stop a virus either. It's coronavirus. Virus, we've always been told since we were kids. You know, the doctor will send you home and say, you got to let it run its course. And I know people that had COVID and they told them that. Stay at home, stay isolate yourself, drink plenty of fluids, take some vitamins, let it run its course. And they're standing tall today. So don't get me on there that it's some deadly bubonic plague that we can only stop by hiding in our house, going in the basement, putting covers over our head, and hope to God it goes away. Because when it's supposedly okay to go out, I'm going to go to the grocery store, I'm going to have my little mask on, and guess what? I could still get it a week later. And just because I had it once doesn't mean I can't have it again. I can get the cold more than once a year. I get flu. I can get pneumonia. You can get whatever. You people are so afraid to live that you're already dead. I mean, you're living in fear so much and restricting your life. There's people that weren't allowed to go see their loved ones in the fucking nursing homes as they died because these people would act like it was the goddamn plague. Guess what? It's not the plague. It's not. And when you guys figure it out all these years later that Trump was the one out of the mix trying to say we got to get on with it we got to open the country we got to get on with our lives and you got the left saying the complete opposite we got to shut everything down and hide in our basement you'll see it was political 100% and they let a lot of people die for their political fucking hoax 
And that's how I think about it, and that's the way I'm always going to think about it. So it's just too bad. I don't give a shit if you agree or disagree. It's my it's my podcast is my statements. So tomorrow is going to be a big deal. And it's scary. I'm scared to death right now that my livelihood will be taken away as of tomorrow night. When the Democrats win, yeah, my life's going to go on. It's just not going to be as good a life as I have now. And I don't understand why people don't want a better life or at least a sustained life that they have. They want it to go worse. And they're saying, well, it will benefit other people in the long run. Yeah, the people that, that do nothing, I want gimme, gimme, gimme for nothing, they're going to be great. They're probably do wonderful. Illegal immigrants that want to come in here for nothing and not be liable for anything, they're going to fucking have a heyday. I wouldn't be surprised to see them tear the wall down that we've had built. Because, you know, that's just the way they want it. That's, that's more voters for them. And God forbid they take the Senate. If they take the Senate and then they pack the Supreme Court, guess what? We're living in a, democ- in a Democrat-ran shithole for the rest of our days as long as we live in the United States of America. No Republican will ever win again. Because even if they did, it wouldn't matter if the Democrats were running the show in the Senate and the House. That's where the action is anyway. But I can't see a Republican unless JFK Jr. comes back from the dead and goes Republican. <laughs> Not like his dad, but if he goes Republican instead of Democrat. That might be the only hope a Republican ever has to win again. I mean, I'm hoping God it'd be Candace Owens next time. I think she should should run for president. That's who my 2024 votes for. If she runs, I'm voting for her. If not, if I'm still alive and still in this country, I guess uh, I can't take eight years of Kamala Harris. There's no way. This place will be the biggest shithole you've ever seen, in my opinion. And, I, and once again, I've, I've said this a million times too in previous, prove me wrong. That's what I want. I don't want to live shittily. I don't want my money taken away. I don't want there to be chaos in the country. I don't want us to be a laughing stock. I don't want us to be speaking Chinese in the bread lines. You know, or drinking vodka <laughs> from, or, you know, from our homeland of Russia. And, you know... And watching them laugh at us as they throw us breadcrumbs going by in their uh, Lamborghinis, you know, whatever the hell it is. The rich stay rich, the poor get poorer. You know, I don't want to see all that. I want to see what we've had. That's why I'm voting for Trump. And I hope Trump wins. But if, you know, hey, Harris gets in there, I ain't going to say Biden because I know he ain't going to be in there. So if she gets in there and gets elected... Prove me wrong. Make me look like a complete fucking idiot more than the left already thinks I am. Do it. Be happy to oblige you and I'll take it like a man and say, hey, I I was wrong. She did a good job. She's doing a good job. But anyway. Oh, what a stressful day. It's a couple days it's going to be. So the election's tomorrow. Everybody get out and vote. Uh, whichever way you vote, I, I'm never going to hold it against anybody for how they vote. It's your, uh, you know, like I always say at the end of every podcast, I'll say it again this time. So, um, with that being said, get out and vote. Uh, I hope your candidate is my candidate. 
I hope my candidate, Donald J. Trump, wins the uh, election and does a second term. But I know people that are voting for Jorgensen. I know people that are voting for Biden. I know people that are voting probably for Howie Hawkins. Because some people aren't voting at all. And if, I guess if you're not led to do that, that's on you. But I'm voting. You know, my household is voting. And we're voting for the red. We're going with Donald J. So, till next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And stay safe out there. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.